Hello, hail and well met. My name is Chandler. I am playing the character Elwyn, a uh, a wood elf, uh, a little warlock, some little little magic stuff going there. Um, <laughs> Elwyn is uh, just the best, the smartest, the coolest, <laughs> also like super hot. Everyone like always tells him that, like, oh, man, you're so hot. I mean, not recently. I don't I don't know why why that's changed. But yeah, like everyone's always like telling him that. At least that's what what he thinks. Oh, you know. <laughs> no, that's really good. Um, I There's got to be a graceful way into this story moment. And I don't know. I really didn't think about it until literally this moment. Yeah, no, same. Um, uh, maybe like. A, so let's 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 learn a little bit about Elwyn. There's got to there's got to be like a less cheesy way into it. But um yeah, let's let's dig into Elwin for just a minute and uh, kind of give everyone a taste of what he's all about. I'll tell you, it's a spicy taste. <laughs> spicy. It's a little spicy. Spicy or salty? A little spicy. A little spicy. Elwin, things have been challenging lately. You've scoured every reputable library on the Sword Coast, spoken with countless experts, and been sent on one wild goose chase after another. And today, the so-called master arcanist you hoped would give you the insight you were looking for turned out to be little more than a snake oil salesman with a good word-of-mouth campaign. Happens. And you're not quite sure where to go from here. You knew leads were drying up, but you didn't realize how desperate you'd become. Your pursuit of magical knowledge has made you tired. And as accepting as people in Port Crescent seem to be of outsiders, the strange looks they're giving you are growing irksome. Maybe it's the mask, maybe it's the everything else do you want to describe to the folks at home uh what what your visual vibe is yeah so elwin's like a he's like five foot ten in that area uh typically he he tends to wear like some really nice garb he really likes to put forth this hey i'm 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 fancy and smart (laughs) uh but recently he's found himself in a bit of uh trying to to blend in no one's no one really pay attention to him and he and he tends to wear very a lot dark of camouflage. A lot of camouflage. A lot of camo print. Uh, a lot of camo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> real, real big into the the digital camo. Oh yeah, that's uh, all the rage right now. All the rage. All the rage in the forgotten. In Faerun, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but mostly just like really dark colors uh, that just cover every inch of him, uh, as well as he tends to wear a like a solid white mask that kind of covers his full face. Um, again, he's so hot. He just doesn't <laughs> want everyone to like focus on. That, you know, like he's you want to be taken seriously as like a scholar. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. If people are just constantly staring at, you know, his hot bod. Yeah. We can't all be Elwoods. We can't yeah. all have it all. You know, what no, I mean? and, and and he's been around for 124 years at this point. So, you know, still in that early stage of an elf, but not, you know, that that old. <laughs> um, and he also has his little a little pseudo dragon, a little red uh, pseudo dragon named Peck, just kind of chilling on his shoulder, kind of worms his way around that's really cute he's super cute (laughs) you said that you liked to wear like really fancy clothes how did you afford fine clothes before you started dressing in a fantasy digital camo fantasy digital camo (laughs) Uh, a lot of the things that he would do he he always wanted to be like a librarian like that was always his like that's where i'll be when i'm older i'll be just have all the magical books and all that so he spent a lot of time working as like different librarians assistants as he would travel around looking for different magic and stuff. He'd stop in, pick up some books. Uh, he would stop by the good, the fantasy goodwill and find some books that people threw away, but like really it was really good magic books and he'd sell them to 
the next fantasy uh goodwill uh because they that's not how goodwill works so the next library um definitely the 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 what he tries to put out to everyone else is i am this really rich and really fancy person yeah but like actually no he's he's barely scraping by but he that is that is the persona he puts on you know the elwin that we see on the gram is uh, a very pretty person it's different than the elwin you saw on myspace oh yeah, uh, <laughs> his photos back then weren't weren't good. I've got to find a way into uh, into a flashback now. Just white, a white light. Uh, yeah, let's star wipe it. Star wipe. Ah, it's perfect. Uh, and I think we see you as a young elf with your nose in a book again, and you're wearing the lensless glasses that one of your tutors said made you look older and smarter. And you didn't care much about the older part, but you were smart. And you just wanted to make sure that everyone else knew it, too. You're working on something big, and you have been for the better part of the last few months. Everyone told you that you were destined to do great things, to be outstanding. And you were determined to prove that they didn't know the half of it. What do you remember about that afternoon when you were 12? The day that made you shift your studies from the physical to the immaterial? So I think it was definitely Elwin was studying these books. He was put off into this sent off to the school by his parents and like, hey, you know, this is what you're going to do now. Just be quiet over there. We don't want to be around you. Um, and I, I don't think he fully knew what he was doing. I, th- I think he may have like stolen a book from his tutor that that he definitely wasn't ready for <laughs> reading words. He probably didn't understand or fully even know how to pronounce and just a rift is kind of cut open in front of him. And I think he just stares into it, these colors and shapes and all these things, this the fabric of the multiverse that he doesn't fully understand. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's the first time he heard the call of the old one. When the rift opened, you felt this otherness coming through and it was completely alien to you. But it's also so familiar. What did you do when it happened? I think he after staring at it kind of started not I don't even think purposefully started stepping towards it and like started to reach for it and it got closer and closer and before anything happened I think maybe like his his tutor like ran up and started you hear him like yelling um kind of like that movie thing where it's like all the sounds and you just hear it slowly in the background mm-hmm. like someone yelling as the volume gets cranked up yeah and as Elwin kind of like shakes his shakes to awake and like looks to his tutor, I think as he looks back, just the rift is gone. gone. Yeah. That day changed how you went about your life. Pursuing that knowledge really started to be your driving force. Yeah. We see you now at age 16. It's four years later. It's far past your bedtime. And just like you have been for the past three nights, you're out on the balcony where your parents won't notice you. You spent weeks just kind of nonchalantly moving your equipment out here, trying not to raise suspicion. You're on the verge of a breakthrough and you can't risk being told to put away your work and go to bed. What are you trying to accomplish now? He, that, that book he had, he never was really able to get back. And I think he has just been trying to do to try and cut that rift back mm-hmm. to see those colors again. I think that's like the biggest thing that has like stained his mind is these colors he couldn't fully comprehend 
and these thoughts and ideas that were kind of whispered into his ears while he was doing it. You're remembering all this now in the present. You shake your head and you return to your thoughts. It's the early evening. You're sitting on a bench at a table next to the fireplace at the inn, and you're cold. You're always a little cold now, but you're going to fix it. Today was a bit of a bust. What are you going to do tomorrow? Tomorrow is, we're here, this is a port town. There's there's bound to be someone coming through this area that should be able to assist me in both magical ways, as well as maybe, you know, I can help some people out, because that's... You know, you got to help people out every once in a while, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> Whether you want to or not, sometimes. Whether you want to or not. You scratch their back, they give you magical artifacts that cut open rifts in space-time. <laughs> Get more of Chandler and his character Elwyn on Vibe Proficiency, a D&D podcast about death, eldritch blasts, and wishing you were prettier, I guess. Coming this summer to your favorite podcast app. You know, probably whichever one you're listening to this little promo on. Until then... Harp. Hmm. I'm pretty sure we're going to die in here. <laughs> Fun fact about Peck, I'm currently searching for the best bacon. I, I got an extra healing potion if someone would like to take it. I'll keep one for me. No one? I'll keep them both. <laughs> you have to try some of this bacon. It's it's almost perfect. Okay, I'm gonna pass. It's really good bacon. We'll just, we'll just, you know, Eldritch Blast it, I guess. <laughs> What's it like having so many options? Oh. Uh, there are there are some more animals in here. Are you going to shout in the small office? <laughs> is, is, she not, is she not in the office? Uh, no, I am. I'm, I'm right next to him. I'm five feet. Oh. So you don't need to shout. Here, let me, let me whisper. Mira. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that ain't it. <laughs>